Welcome to the Candid Comms Podcast. If you're looking for practical and inspirational ideas to help you thrive in internal communication, you're in the right place. I'm your host, international communication consultant, trainer and mentor, Rachel Miller. Through this podcast, I'll share my experience with you so you can increase your skills, knowledge and confidence on all things internal communication related. Welcome to episode two of season one. Through this podcast, you and I are going to think about how to transform your internal communication and you will leave this session with one thing to know, one thing to do and one thing to think about. Are you ready? Let's get stuck in. Within the world of internal communication, we often have conversations about transforming what we're doing. So clients and comms friends will often say to me, oh, Rachel, we're transforming our internal communication. And I'll say, brilliant. What does that mean? What do you mean when you say we're going to transform our internal comms? And the mindset I think we need to have when thinking about transformation is being really, really clear about the starting point. The reason? Well, if you're transforming something, I think of it like you're molding something or shaping something. You know, think about modeling clay, for example. If you're going to transform a lump of modeling clay into a bowl, for example, then there's a process to follow. You go from the lump of clay through to a bowl, but there is a process in between. There are steps that you need to take. Imagine, for example, a butterfly. A butterfly goes through the same process of transformation. There's a series of logical steps from a caterpillar to a chrysalis cocoon and then a butterfly. Now think about your internal communication. What's the process? If you come out with a statement like we need to transform our internal communication, brilliant. But from what to what? What's your starting point? So what's your caterpillar if you like? What does that look like? What does that feel like? Because in order to logically have a process where we're going to transform something, you need to capture where you're at right now. Now, this is not only important so you can track your successes and you can plot off those key milestones and steps along the way, but it also helps you measure. And if you don't measure where you're at at the very start, it's really hard to know when you've reached the end. So the thing to know is your starting point. The best way to do this, I find, is by listening to your employees. You often have a sense of things aren't working the way they should. We think that information isn't flowing in the right way and communication is definitely not happening. And there's a beautiful quote that I use a lot in my work. It's from the journalist Sidney Harris and it's from the 1940s. And he said, information is giving out, communication is getting through. I'll share that again. It's information is giving out, communication is getting through. And I'm going to hazard a guess here. If you're thinking about transforming your internal communication, I bet it's because you don't feel like communication is getting through. And often what that looks like is that employees have their voices and views listened to, heard and acted upon. So when you're in a mentality of just pushing out information, 
but you're not checking for understanding. You're not testing employees' recall. You know, do our key messages make sense? Do they understand what they need to do? Is it clear what the call to action is, for example? Then it makes it super hard to measure because we're not being upfront and clear enough at the start. So that's something to know, your starting point. The second thing for us to think about when we're thinking about transforming our internal communication is do. So what should you do when it comes to transforming your internal comms? My advice is to get organised. One of the very best ways that I know to do this is to think about your internal communication channels and plot them out. Often conversations about transformation are because we feel like something is a bit broken. We feel like information gets stuck somewhere. We feel like maybe you've got a cascade system. And I'm not a fan of the cascade system. There will be a whole podcast on that, I'm sure. Um, The reason being, if you feel like something is broken and it's not working very well, then you need to gather your evidence. You need to gather all of your data and all of your insights. Now, the way that we do this in the world of internal comms is you need to have a mixture of quantitative and qualitative. So your quantitative, as I'm sure you know, are the stats. They're the crunchy stuff, the numbers. These are things like how many employees have read our email newsletter. This is things like how many likes or shares or bums on seats did we have at a town hall event, for example. These sorts of information, all of these stats are quantitative Now, qualitative. Now, that's your good stuff. This is what I love about internal communication. Your qualitative is the colour. It's the rationale. It's the reasoning. It's when you do an employee survey, for example, and you're asking people questions like, what information do you need to help you do your job? Or what do you think of such and such channel? And you get all of these comments back what we're looking for here is the detail. So it's not just the number, you know, rate it from a scale of 0 to 10. It's rate this employee newsletter, for example, on a scale of 0 to 10, where 0 is, we really shouldn't be bothering doing this. And 10 is, this is brilliant. Love it. Helps me do my job. Now, if your employees mark whatever number that they mark on that scale, what we're looking for is why. So you've got your quantitative through the the scale and, and choosing a number. But so what? Why have they chosen that number? This is where your qualitative comes in. Now, this could be something as simple as a text box underneath that question to say, why did you rank it like that? And now what we're listening for here, comms friends, and what we're looking for here is the detail. Sometimes you'll get comments like, it's not frequent enough or... It's out of date by the time we get it, or I see the news in other places. And all of that is gold dust because it gives you rich insight to help you understand why people are scoring your channels in certain ways. So you need both. You need that really beautiful mixture of the quantitative and the qualitative. Without that, if you just have the quant, you just have the stats, I don't believe you can make informed decisions because you're not getting to the root of the problem. If we want to transform our internal communication, we need to get to the root of the problem. We need to truly understand what's going on and why things aren't working or why they're working really well. And actually, our big ambition to transform our internal comms doesn't need to be as big as we thought.
coupled with that, I want to encourage you to think about defining transformation. So here's something to do. I encourage you to grab a notebook, fire up a fresh word document and write down, and these are two things I'm asking you to do. This is the second one. (laughs) Write down transformation is dot, dot, dot. The reason this is important is because you and I could have a conversation about transforming your internal communication and we could talk from one internal communicator to another and we're kind of talking the same language, right? We're understanding about channels and and we're thinking about is information flowing, is communication getting through and what do we do about that? This is our lens for transformation. But what does it mean to your stakeholders? What does it mean to the rest of your team? What does it mean to your peers? what does it mean for your employees? I would hazard a guess that the word transformation means different things to all of those different groups. And what's important here is that you have clarity, consistency and certainty in what you mean when you talk about transformation. So think about that. Think about writing that definition down. Transformation is dot, dot, dot. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, I will be sharing thoughts on what you need to think about if you want to transform your internal communication. I'll be right back. If you want to learn more about internal communication, I have a special offer for you. Because you're a listener of the Candid Comms podcast, you can save 10% off my range of online masterclasses. Simply use the code CANDIDCOMS at the checkout to remove 10% from the listed price. I offer a range of courses and these are your courses done at your pace. You have 12 months access from when you enrol in a course and there's a range of options to choose from in terms of topics. See the show notes for the full information and I hope to see you inside an online masterclass very soon. Welcome back. In this show, we are focusing on transforming your internal communication. I've already shared what you need to know. I've already shared what you need to do. And the final part of our discussion today is what you need to think about. Now, imagine, if you will, that we are six months into the future or a year into the future. What does your internal communication look like now? What does it feel like now? When I spoke before about your starting point, part of that exercise is really understanding how people describe internal communication, how they describe the way that information flows and how communication happens. Now, if we're imagining the future state, what's changed When I analyse an organisation's internal communication and I'm mapping out a starting point, I like to gather words. I love asking employees, how would you describe internal communication in three words? And you get all sorts. I discover this when I'm doing internal comms audits particularly. And often you get words like fragmented, disjointed, it's noisy, um, irrelevant, or maybe it's it's timely, it's useful, current. Whatever those words are is really, really helpful to enable me to capture the starting point or where the organisation is at. Now, if we're thinking about the future state, what's changed? 
What words do you want to see on that list? If you asked your employees in six months time or 12 months time to describe your internal communication and the transformation that has happened, what do you want them to be saying? I imagine it's probably the second half of that list. We want them, of course, to be feeling positive, to feel connected to the organisation, to feel connected with their leaders, to maybe trust their leaders more, to have a collective sense of belonging, perhaps connected with each other. Whatever that looks like, whatever that future state is, that's what you need to think about. So when you are setting your intentions around transforming your internal communication, let your mind skip to the end. Let your mind skip to six months or 12 months time or longer term if you're doing a longer term project, particularly if you're doing digital workplace transformation, for example. So we love a phrase in internal comms, don't we? In all of this, be really clear. What are we aiming towards? How will we know when we've got there? What does good look like? And I have a top tip for you, and I know that I'll be saying this a lot in this podcast. A method I use a lot is to get my clients and comms friends to articulate what good looks like. So if you want to transform your internal communication, what does good look like? And here's the tip. If that feels really hard, which often it does, it's quite hard to articulate that and to map out what we think a future state will be, then flip it round what does bad look like? What would happen if you did nothing? If you chose not to invest time, money and effort in your internal communication and transforming your internal communication, what would the impact be? And this is where the good stuff happens because I find if you haven't mapped it out in that way, if you aren't able to describe what bad communication looks like, what you're doing is you're not drawing out the impact. Let me give you an example. So imagine you have a workforce with frontline workers who perhaps drive buses, for example, and you have hard to reach workers or remote workers, as we call them. Now, often they're not actually hard to reach, that we just need to find mechanisms to involve them properly and find the right communication channels to reach them where they're at and importantly, give them an opportunity to feed back. So the mindset we're doing here is two-way. So this is our organisation. We have lots of bus drivers and we're trying to transform our internal communication. And what we're doing, the starting point is we know that information is not getting to the front line. And we're also aware that transformation is the frontline workers to feel connected and have their voices and views listened, heard and acted upon. So this is the two steps we talked about already. This is what we're doing and this is what we know. The approach we need to take now is imagine it's the future. What do you want those bus drivers to be thinking, doing, saying or feeling? That's our intention. That's our lens right there. You know that transformation has happened if you go to a bus depot and you listen to a group of your employees and they say, we feel connected to the organisation. We've got the information we need to do our jobs. We feel like we're listened to. We feel like we can have our say. We feel like our leadership is visible. I mean, that's some wish list, right? <laughs> Imagine that if all of that happened in your organisation. If you have that already, gold star to you. But that is what your transformation needs to be. If you flipped it round and said, what does bad communication look like? Or what happens if we do nothing? 
they'll be saying the opposite. They'll be saying, we don't trust leadership. We never see them. We don't know what's going on in the organisation. We're just focused on driving our buses, for example. And the reason for mapping all of that out, I find, is then I can take tangible steps and tangible actions. So just taking that leadership example there, I said what bad communication looks like is that we never see the leaders. We don't know who they are. We don't know what they do. And good communication is where your leadership are visible. They're showing up. Now, comms friends, you and I both know there is a difference between leaders walking the floor. um, And I'm recording this at the start of 2021. So if you're listening in the future and we are out of the pandemic, amazing. But right now, this visibility piece for leaders is even harder right now. However, there are things that we can do. Leaders can show up and be visible, particularly with our frontline workers. Super, super important. But we know there's a difference between a planned visit where it feels like the red carpet is rolled out and there's often biscuits or cookies, which is always fun. Um, You know, this big kind of leadership are coming, management are coming to visit us and it all feels very scripted, very staged. Does it feel genuine? Does it feel real? Do our employees react in the way that we hope they do? Hmm, I'll leave that that one for you to answer. But how different does it feel when your leaders show up unannounced? They turn up at the depot or the retail environment or you know, in in an environment where our frontline workers are or they walk the floor in our office if we're in our office spaces. I much prefer that second option because when your leaders show up when they don't need anything, that's fantastic. When they show up with a mindset of listening, they're there to listen. It builds trust, it builds rapport, it builds credibility. So just taking that one example, if that's top of mind for you if you're looking to transform your internal communication and part of that is transforming your leadership communication think about their visibility so lots there to digest i hope you found that really helpful to help you think through what you need to know what you need to do and what you need to think about if you want to transform your internal communication I'd love to know how you get on. Do check out my website, allthingsic.com forward slash podcast, and I will include the show notes in there, and I'll include a link to the masterclasses that I shared with you. So best of luck with transforming your internal communication. I would love to know how you get on. Do feel free to get in touch with me. You can find me at All Things I See on Twitter, Rachel All Things I See on Instagram, and look me up on LinkedIn and do send me a note. I'd love to know what you are doing to transform your internal communication, how you're going to use the information that you've heard in this podcast, and love to know how you're getting on. Until next time, remember... What happens inside is reflected outside. See you again soon.